Yes, we're winging it once again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Game and Chair podcast. On this week's edition, we're going to be talking about guards at the Galaxy. I'm going to give my first impressions of the game. I got here Sean the Black Dawn. He's basically going to go into latest news in regards to like PlayStation consoles, like State of the Play news. Also, we're going to discuss the new Uncharted um, trailer, as well as offer our thoughts on Doom. More on this and more on this week's edition of the Game Chair. Hey, welcome to episode 10 of the Game of Chair podcast. I go by the name of the Delta Fashionista. And as you can see here, it's written on the screen. We got our guy Sean the Black Dawn, aka yeah. Saint Pharaoh. Tell him what's going on, bro. What's up, guys? You know, we're currently missing our third party member. You know, the three amigos aren't together right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I got Isaiah. Shout out to Isaiah. He's still part of the of the the Gamer Chair podcast, but he's handling some business out there in good old Tennessee. You know, try not to be too toxic, my brother. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but uh, I say he's gonna be gone for like about the next two months, but he'll definitely be back in the first quarter of 2022. We look, we're excited to have him back, you know. And um, yeah, we know when he comes back, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna continue he's gonna bring. You know, the balance that we need to the game of chicken, like I said, I wings it. You know, Sean, he basically, he's he's our wisdom guy here. You know, he always gives the words. Like, y'all know too much about that. But uh, <laughs> he, find he, that he, out on maybe one of our other, you know, talk shows that might come yeah. up. <laughs> a possible spin off to the game of chair, you know, where Sean is basically going to highlight all of his scripts. You know, Sean, he basically, he keeps us out of trouble. Well, he tries <laughs> to keep us out of trouble. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. But um, enough on that. You know, we know why you guys are here. You guys are here for the gaming news. You know, there's been actually a lot that's been happening in gaming. You know, so um, for, but before we get into that, let's talk about the games that we've been playing this week. So, Sean, like, have you touched the controller this week, bro? So let's see. I haven't touched it as much this week, but I remember last time we spoke, uh, I, we announced that um, Sora was coming to the the Switch for the new DLC for Super Smash. So I did get yeah, a chance I to actually that. play with him a little bit. And, like, his combat does really play a lot, like, how he plays in the actual first game. So, you know, kind of easy for me to, I guess, get used to a little bit. Like, you know, kind of, what I say, like, hackish or, like, you know, like, one of those p- people that you could kind of get him and, like, kind of spam people and, like, automatically win. But if you learn how to control him, I'm pretty sure he'd be a good, like, you know, player to use. So I'm going to kind of get used to him. But other nice. than that, um, I've been, like, kind of going through the Batman Telltale series, which is basically, like, you know, the kind of choose your adventure kind of story where basically you just choose what, you know, Batman does and everything. Watch how the story play out. And every so often I go back to Spider-Man Miles Morales because I have not finished that yet, even though it's apparently a very shorter game than the actual Spider-Man was. So maybe I'll complete that between now and the next time we end up talking to y'all. <laughs> yeah, and that'll be next Thursday, guys, because as just in case you forgot, the format for our show is as follows. Every first Thursday of the month and every last Thursday of the month, you'll get us, the Roundtable Podcast. The weeks in between, you'll get me basically being scared to play hard games and try to see if I can make it at least 20 minutes before shutting it off. 
So you caught last week's screamer back with blood. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you do not know what he is talking about, please go check that out. As you will see, about 20 minutes of Liddell standing at the front door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically shooting at my whole team. It's definitely worth watching for the comedy alone, man. Like, basically, like, I don't try to hide nothing on this show. Like, basically, I've made it known that I'm mostly a sports gamer and a, and a fighting gamer. So, basically, like, RPGs and horror games are not really up to my speed. But I'm trying to push myself outside my comfort zone. I'm basically trying to, you know, give you guys the best content possible. You know, even if it means me making a fool out of myself at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, you know, like, as long as bringing entertainment to you guys, that's all that matters because that's all that we're about here on the Tuck Podcast Network. But, Sean, um, you basically said something about, you know, the Batman game. He says, like, part of the Telltale series, right? Mm-hmm. The game that we're going to be talking about today kind of reminds me of the Telltale series, and that is the latest release of Guardians of the Galaxy, which came out this past Tuesday. October 26th. I just recently bought it today. And um, I spent about, I'll say, a good 30 minutes with it. I know you guys might be saying, well, like, Liddell, that's not enough time to give, like, a good impression of the game. Okay, but you see, you want that, you could go to IGN. You could go to GameSpox. I said GameSpox. GameSpox. (laughs) (laughs) GameSpox. Or GamerRanks, all right? Us over here, we're kind of like not to box ourselves in a little bit. We're kind of like you know, like the 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 BET when it comes down to gaming and some shit. Basically, like so. Basically, we're gonna give you. We're not gonna. <laughs> we're the more realistic team, you know. That's why every time you come and ask us, you know, what games have we played this week? We're like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> because let's be honest, we don't always get to touch a game. <laughs> exactly. Like, too busy. You see, basically. What, we just went to shine like we skipped me because I already know my answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, I got 30 minutes of gameplay this week, and that was all on basically guards in the galaxy. Now, I did not get very far in the game, but um, I hope to basically beat the game alongside you guys, our viewers, whether it's on YouTube, Twitch, because I think we're gonna also start streaming a little bit on YouTube. Like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, might as well like let the our YouTube family get on the action, but um. Most of our screens will be on Twitch. But regards to guys of the Galaxy, first off, I must say, beautiful game. Beautiful game. It takes full advantage of the next-gen hardware, at least from my perspective, playing on Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also available on PlayStation 4 Xbox One for you guys that uh, don't have a next-gen system. But it's not your fault if you don't because these fucking um, scalpers, they're always scalping the system and they them at twice its value. Shame on you guys, but I respect the hustle. You know, be me. Somehow, Sony says that they sold a lot more. I think over this summer, I didn't get one, but you know, (laughs) fuck man. Sorry about my my dread. Really bad. I I really need to get this shit touched up. (laughs) I should have been saying that. But it's really bothering me right now. Like fuck. But anyway, that's that's not a here no there. All right, back on track. And you guys have my thoughts on Guards of the Galaxy. The reason why I said that it's kind of like a Telltale game is due to the fact that there's so much dialogue. So much dialogue in the game. I mean, even like the first, like the first, like 30 minutes of the game, like first of all, you start off reminiscent of like a young um, Peter um, Peter Quill 
He's in his room. Miles come in. They talk about 80s rock music and all that. But they have like literally like a three-minute conversation that you cannot skip. And then right after that, you basically get woken up by Drax. And then you have a conversation with Drax. Then you interact with, with um, Rocket and Group. And then you meet up with Gamora. The next thing you know, you're all to some planet. And basically, like, yes, like, make decisions with your team that kind of, like, has an influence in regards to, like, the outcome of how the story will play out. But according to, like, you know, some the popular YouTube sites out there, it's not really so much. And, like, the, the choice that you made doesn't have that much impact on the story because you might end up going down that same route anyway. It just might be much later than what normally could have been had you just make the decision that could have led to that possible outcome earlier mm-hmm. in the game. But um overall, like I said, it's a beautiful game. Um It's very slow paced at the beginning because I haven't get to like the first boss battle yet. Yes, I'm still on chapter one. Still on chapter one. But that's because like I keep hearing about there's like a monster coming up. I'm kind of like trying to avoid that. Like I'm not trying to get my blood pressure up. Not tonight. Not tonight. Like, like Bitcoin is doing that enough to me as it is. Like, I do not need this game to get my blood pressure. So basically, like, I was kind of like stalling around and shit. Like, um, there's a big ass sentinel head from um uh Marvel's Avengers that's flowing the space in the game, which I kind of like that because Square Enix is for those that don't know, Square Enix is the publisher for this game. Square Enix is also the publisher for Marvel's Avengers. Which is a game that got a very bad rap, but I knew it was gonna get a bad rap. The moment that game, the game track came out, I was like all right, like people ain't gonna like this shit. But I love the connection, basically between like the last boss battle of the game between like um, Kamala Khan and the Sentinel that is basically controlled by Modok. Like his head is flowing into space, and basically you're going into a planet where basically like his head is located. It's kind of like a great callback towards. The Marvel's Avengers game, so I enjoy. Yeah, that. so basically they're in like the same universe then. So it would be like, yeah. you know, I would like Guardians of the Galaxy would technically not be a sequel, but would be like a continuation of the main storyline that happened from Marvels. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of, at least from my perspective, from early playthrough, like it might yeah. not necessarily be that, but I just love the connection between like seeing like the Kree Sentinel head that's basically in the Kree Sentinel that's in the Marvel's Avengers game is also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool. And it seems like to be like an improvement upon the Avengers because I played the Avengers. Like I told you guys, like the game was trash. It's a, you know, I kind of have like a new difference of opinion on it on the series now that I'm playing on the Series X rather than the PS4. But that's only due to like the upgrades and frame rates. Like mm-hmm. now it's at 30, 60 frames per second. But overall, like the story is the main story is still trash. I look forward to playing the Black Panther part. I ain't get to play that part yet, but I look forward to playing that part. Very soon. I just want to beat the main mission first um, before getting into that. But um, with Mar- getting back to Marvel's Avengers, um, uh, it's, it's slow pace, but also at the same time, like every, I love the attention to detail that went into the game. Like basically, you saw the Guards of the Galaxy movies. Basically, the game is kind of like an extension upon that. Now, granted. The characters more so look like a mixture like the comic book cells and the MCU mm-hmm. and what we see in the MCU. And not as that as cartoony as it was in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. But that also brings me to my next point. You know, that I feel like the game is also quite similar to Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Although you only get to play as one player in this game. And this game you only get to play as Peter Quill. You do not get to control Gamora. 
You do not get to control Groot. You do not get to control Drax or Rocket Raccoon. But you do get to but you do get to level them up. You get to tell them like, hey, like, for instance, if you if you're stuck in a mission and a part of mission where like you cannot cross over a bridge because when you first off on the game, you're you're in a planet where basically like it's nothing but like rubble everywhere. You know, like like everything is coming apart. So basically you could call because Groot, like, you know, like he's like he's like a tree. So basically he has a power basically like he can like turn his body to like um make branches out of his the roots of his body. Okay. And you can tell like hey Groot, like make a bridge. And then basically like he'll do it, then you can just walk or on his arms to get to like the next part of the map. So it's cool in that regard in the sense that okay, like you could like tell your teammates what to do. And then come later on the point like you can get like pep talks before going to battles. And then you can see like how they react. So like sometimes they might react favor favorably. Other times they might not. You know, so I enjoy that part of it. And it's also said okay, that's also kind of similar to like Uncharted in the sense that it's very sim- cinematic. You no know, games like The Last of Us and Uncharted are like sim- cinematic experiences. Like there's a lot of long cutscenes. And that's what you're gonna get plenty of in this game. But um overall, you know, like I said, I didn't really get to play that much into it, but I'm enjoying like the dialogue that the characters are having with each other. I could it's kind of seems like James Gunn wrote the game in a sense. Cause mm. the comedy and all is like basically the guard that you see in the movie is kind of like what you can see in the game, you know. Okay. And also the fact that I love the soundtrack as well. It got so much 80s music and all like it's playing all throughout the game. Like it's pretty dope. Like sometimes I'll just sit back and just listen to the music while playing the game. Okay. So it's keeping in theme with the the spirit of what Guardians of the Galaxy was on the big screen anyway. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. But oh it's a dope game, man. Um we're definitely gonna scream it on on our Twitch channel for you guys. That way you guys can see more of obviously, even though and you follow outside like ID and, and GameSpot, like you've already seen the gameplay walkthroughs, but you're gonna see a ghetto version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> because I because I ain't gonna play it like them. <laughs> so, Again, we keep it real over here at Tuck Mag. So you're playing with actual people who play the game, not for like the entertainment value, but for you to see what it's like to actually play the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not calling myself ghetto or like <laughs> I'll just say like the way the game's gonna be played, like oh my god, like, like you can tell like this is it's got not a professional game. <laughs> That's basically how it's gonna be. Like I'm gonna get stuck on certain maps. I'm gonna die like ten times. Like I'm gonna fuck up on my aim and uh, and I'm gonna see a monster. I'm gonna jump. Like that's it's just shit that's gonna happen. You know, yeah. real real shit. <laughs> yeah, real shit. and um, and also there's some others. I know that there's some games that's coming out uh, very soon. So Sean, you have any thoughts? Like, like what games is coming out? Like, any news that we got? Let's see. So games that I know are coming out. If we're talking like more recently, I remember you brought up that I think the new Call of Duty should be coming out sometime next. Yeah, like, next week. Yeah, next on November sixth. Okay, so the new Call of Duty should be coming out sometime next week. So, you know, that's interesting. I so definitely definitely watched the trailer, I think, like a few episodes back for what it's supposed to look like. And the graphics and everything look amazing. So I'm actually looking forward for that. I haven't been into Call of Duty in a while, but 
I'm also trying to, you know, get back into gaming the way that I used to game back when I was like younger and everything. So, you know, it would definitely be the point for me to start working on stuff like that too, especially until I finally get a PS5. But um, you know, looking forward into the Call of Duty franchise, the new edition of the Call of Duty franchise. I've never Maybe I'll actually, like, you know, play the campaign this time around. I never usually play the campaign. Whenever I get a Call of Duty game, I'm usually the person who gets it because my friend told me to get it. And obviously, we're going to play multiplayer, and I suck at multiplayer. You know, I get good sometimes the more I get on it. But, like, initially, I hate shooters. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 so like, honestly, like, you guys, like, we've, we've played, like, we scream, like, Call of Duty on Warzone. And y'all see, I always dock first, like. Like I'm not good at games, so basically, like the reason why I'm gonna get this particular game because one, it looks gorgeous. Two, it has a campaign mode. The upcoming um, Battlefield does not have a campaign mode, and I know I suck at playing shooters online. So obviously, I'm gonna go with the game with the campaign mode because these were campaign mode. I could just put that bitch on easy if I want to, and then like I could just progress through the the story, you know, and get the cinema, the story experience. So I'm gonna go with Vanguard. Also, although this game is not coming out next week, it's definitely something that's on the horizon. That's the Grand Theft Auto, um, the trilogy, like mm, the remaster. Yes. You know, so that's coming out. Um, did you get a chance to check out like the trailer for it? Like, see like any screenshots comparing like the PS2 era? I so, didn't get the chance to look into it. I've been hearing the news, and I meant to look into like the the trilogy, but I heard the trilogy has what number three. Vice City, Vice City and San Andreas, San Andreas, yeah, which is apparently the big three of the the GTA universe so far that everybody goes back to, especially yeah. San Andreas. <laughs> yeah. So you know, obviously that this gives me the chance to actually because I started my trip into the GTA universe, if I remember correctly. My memories start from me simply watching my aunt play it when I was like younger. I remember usually I go into like the room, she'd be playing the game, I'd be listening to like the soundtrack in the background, just watching her oh, drive around the city and all the stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then my first actual GTA game happened to be I'm not gonna lie, I want to say I ever got what number are we on now? Five? Yeah, we're on five. We've been on five for like <laughs> for the last years 10 now. years. <laughs> <laughs> that game was on a PS3, the 360, PS4, Xbox One, now and PS5, five. and Series <laughs> Because GTA Online is its own entity, and I don't know why. But yeah, um, yeah, look at that shit. But basically, I want to say maybe GTA 4 was my like step into the universe, and not even fully. Like I want to say I started the game, and was like, oh, this seems fun. And then I immediately ended up going the route of the Saints Row universe, simply because it was... Like I said, I'm a sucker for character customization, so it made me feel like I was the main character in this thing. And all of the chaos and the wackiness, the cartooniness, I'm a child at heart, so I immediately fell into that. But then I actually got into GTA V, and I went through like a few of the stories, if not watching my friends play on my system, which is a habit that also comes up in my life a lot. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> Yeah, like, a lot of my friends will play my games and just, like, I'll watch them complete it. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll get to play it eventually after I watch them do it. But I actually got through, like, GTA 5 just a tiny bit. And, like, you know, I like the way it looked. So I'm looking forward to, I guess, actually going back to its, like, kind of former roots, especially San Andreas, because I never actually played San Andreas or Vice City when it was there. But I've heard so much about it. So this will be my opportunity to actually. Wait, this is going to be your first time playing San Andreas? It's gonna be my first time playing San Andreas. Mm -hmm. 
and Vice City. And so three. you don't, so you don't know where that where that oh shit here we go again mean came from. I know it came from there. Like I like, yeah, you know, but, I was, okay, but I wasn't there for it. <laughs> I wasn't there to see like it. Became, I wasn't there before it became a meme to see like where the spirit of the meme came from. When everybody's like, ah, and I'm just like, I get the meme. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, just, yeah, like you know, I'm looking forward to getting into it. Yeah. And also, if you are an Xbox player like myself, then you get the San Andreas edition of the game for free. Or, well, it's not really free. You have to have Xbox Game Pass, but basically you get to download it for free. You have Game Pass, so you get the San Andreas part of the trilogy. You know, so that's that's cool, though, because San Andreas, that's like the best game amongst the three. Now, even, uh, among the consensus, me personally, I love Vice City. Okay. The most because Vice City like kind of reminds me of like um Scarface the movie in a sense. Okay. Cause it's like said like 80s Miami. Mm-hmm. But I must say though, be- but between the three games, seeing like the trailer, for some reason GTA 3 looks the best out of all of them. Really? And that's the oldest game, yeah. Hmm. When you get a chance, like because I was like, I will play here, but I'm not trying to get on YouTube's bad side. <laughs> you know, get a copyright strike. I haven't like, gotten those authorities yet. Yeah. Working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they be petty sometimes, but shout out to you. Sponsored by YouTube. Sponsored by YouTube. <laughs> Sponsored by YouTube itself. <laughs> yeah, hopefully in the future, uh, cross the fingers. But um, yeah, but GTA 3 looks the best out of the three games from my perspective. Okay. You know, so definitely get we get a chance to go back and look at it. But um we're gonna pivot a little bit. In regards to uh, gaming news, but we're still gonna focus in the area of gaming because um, there's some movies. Although, like about our last episode, we talked about um, Resident Evil, um, Raccoon City. That movie that's supposed to be coming out. But yeah. we have news in regards to like another um, uh, video game franchise that's coming to the big screen. And Sean, I believe you have some thoughts on it in regards to like Uncharted, mm-hmm. the Uncharted film. So tell us about that. So just recently, they announced that until the, they finally gave us the full trailer for the Uncharted series, in which it was revealed, if you didn't know already, that Tom Holland of you know MCU Spider-Man universe antics and stuff like that, he will be playing the uh, I was going to say titular character, but he's not named in the game, <laughs> but he's going to be playing the main character Nathan Drake with Mark Wahlberg playing his companion Sully, and obviously you know. Not sure how a lot of people are going to feel about that, considering that Tom Holland is obviously younger looking than Nathan Drake is in the actual game. So yeah. I felt like that's something that like a lot of people are going to want to discuss. If, if, if anything, Mark Wahlberg should be Nathan Drake. True. <laughs> True. I heard, yeah. like, if I remember correctly, I think the Uncharted, I want to say the Uncharted movie was in like that kind of developmental hell kind of thing, like where there was a bunch of back and forth, people were dropping left and right. I want to say maybe the, I want to say even like directors dropped back and forth about it. Let me just check real quick. Uncharted movie. Wait, so it's directors dropped off the project? Like I want to say like it's been one, like the path to actually getting this movie done has been like a kind of a struggle because i want to say oh that's not a good sign yeah like i want to say like they had like the they had one director and i'm going to say it dropped another director dropped 
I want to say they finally ended up on the director that was the director for Guardians of the... No, it's not James Gunn, is it? I don't think it's James Gunn. If it's James Gunn, I I have hopes for it because he did a great job not only on Guardians, but also on Suicide Squad, the reboot. So if he's a part of it, then... Although I'm kind of... Although we don't know for sure if James Gunn is a part of this project, but I don't know how he would necessarily fit in and outshot if he was. Because it's like a totally different vibe. Dan Trachtenberg. Or, no, Travis Knight. I think Travis Knight is who we settled on so far for the director. I wonder if it's the same Travis Knight that used to play in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. That's, that's actually, again, you know, since like we said, this is the ghetto, <laughs> the web show. Yeah. I'm now currently looking on Wikipedia. I'm letting you know that now. <laughs> In the Sponsored by Wiki. Ladies and gentlemen, if y'all want the if y'all want the clean cut shit. Go over to IGN. Go over the gaming ranks. <laughs> like, like I'm not saying we're unprofessional because we're not. Like we definitely like we do research before we record. Like we make sure that we're good before we hit that record button. But and then we're regular human beings. Like we're regular gamers, man. Like, oh, like, okay. They settled on Ruben. Fle- I don't want to butcher his name. Fleshier, the one who directed Zombie Cat. I mean, Zombie Land. Yeah. Yeah, why the why? So you said Ruben. The first th- name I thought was Ruben Studded. <laughs> <laughs> directed by Ruben Studded in his first directorial debut. <laughs> Yo, so you said Ruben, I was like, oh shit, Ruben Studded. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Ruben Studded. I got a couple of your songs on my Spotify playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so. He just dropped off. He just dropped off. Yeah. There's any white people that listen to this, they probably like, who the fuck is Ruben Stutter? <laughs> we are dating ourselves. We are showing our ages a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, 2004, that was a good year. That was also the year that San Andreas came out. You see how it is? We bring that back to game at the end. Oh, okay. I got like one more, I guess, piece of information for this movie. This movie is apparently a prequel to the video game series. So, oh, so it makes that, sense. So that could explain Tom, Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it makes sense why Tom Holland, they chose Tom Holland, I guess. <laughs> it also, it also, I guess, smart in the sense because you're going to, you know, that's kind of ass backwards. Because normally you don't do a prequel series for the first movie. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look at the Batman movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. We sat through like um the original Batman movie trilogies in the late 80s, early 90s. Then the whole um Batman Begins was wait, was Batman Begins origin story? Batman Begins, I think Batman Begins, yeah, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises or whatever are all three connected, even though it doesn't seem like the Batman Begins should be in that that line. Which people keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah. But with the Batman, the Batman focuses on, on Batman in like his second year as Batman. Really? Yeah. Like he's like in his like in his twenties for okay. this film. That's why like Robert Patterson like is Batman. Oh, 
first because obviously like no we're because of people that look like like 40 plus years old that plays batman but not like we're getting like a young batman here but um but look how long it took for us to get a movie like that in a sense and that's kind of like it's not necessarily a prequel but it's focused on batman's early days before the joker came into the picture and all that and with the Transformers series, look how long it took us to get a Bumblebee movie. It's kind of like, you know, like a prequel toward like the, the whole Transformers main series. Here we're getting an Uncharted movie, but starts getting focused on like the main story, like Uncharted first game. We're basically getting like a prequel series that basically not has like has little to no video game fan set because you don't have to care to like a particular story. You can just create your own story from scratch. So it's like it gives, it gives it the leg up, but like like you said, it's kind of different to have the movie be what leads into the game. Like for you to go see, like you would have to now go see the movie. It would make more now make more sense where you go see the movie and then you start playing the game series rather than you play the game series and then you go see the movie. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Exactly. And I guess I can kind of explain why fuck this dress really bothered me. But that but I can really sorry, this is the ghetto show. <laughs> that can really <laughs> sponsored by your corner bodega. <laughs> get a chopped cheese at your <laughs> Yo, you I'm about, I was to say five percent cold on a chopped cheese. <laughs> go up, go up to your, go up to, your, go up to your local bodega and say tuck talk <laughs> and see if they give you the percentage. Off. <laughs> you get three percent off and say tuck talk. Five percent or coupon code with the TGC twenty twenty one. <laughs> and you get a free soda. We about to get out of one more Alright, but yeah, but but bring but bringing it back, but bringing it back to to the discussion. I right, can't lose people. But um, if you're from New York, you know you know about the chopped cheese. That's all I'm gonna say. But um, you know I don't eat that anymore. I'm vegan. But um. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored hopefully by Beyond Meat in the future, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but getting back to uh, the Charlie movie, that could kind of explain, I guess, why Tom Holland's cast. You know, I feel like this story is kind of like a cop out to explain why we're getting a young looking Nathan Drake, you know what I mean? Because they just want to attach one of the biggest stars in Hollywood right now. That's a part of like one of the most successful film properties in all of Hollywood and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and use that connection to this story, mm-hmm. you know, to to this um, video game adaptation story. That's a prequel. I guess it's like entice more people. That's like Tom Holland fans, more so than Uncharted fans, to go and watch this movie. A movie that I think is gonna bomb. I'm just gonna be for real. I think it's gonna bomb. What do you think? I'm not hoping that it's gonna bomb, because obviously we was nothing but good karma sponsored by good karma. But you know, like the fact that you know it's issue with the with the directors you said, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like and, yeah, they switched a few directors before they landed on Ruben. Yeah, that's never really a good sign. That's never a good sign for anything. You know, that's like basically again like uh like three like three teachers in one semester. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
like oh with different teaching styles <laughs> yeah, like, like that's basically what this is right yeah but like, you know i feel like it had like i feel like it has potential i'll say okay so story-wise the movie itself if the movie itself bombs is definitely gonna be probably is still going to make box office money simply because of the names attached to it. Like Tom Holland, obviously, as Nathan Drake and Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Two big names in Hollywood still, you know, so obviously people are going to gravitate off of that power alone to see what the story is. So even if, you know, it's bad, it's going to make the money simply because of who's in it. Also, if you're a Tom Holland fan, make sure you go see um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. No spoilers, but it seems that the MCU is getting a lot bigger. <laughs> That's all I give you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, um, that's not it, part for movie news. Because, like I said in the intro, I also want to talk about Doom. Even though Doom is not part of a video game franchise, anything like that. But here on the gaming chair, like, you know, like, fuck it. Like, Obviously, like, we're down to calls. We need time to fill content. So, like, fuck it. Like, you might as well just talk about this movie, right? I'm just being transparent with you guys. Like, we, we got that much. So, we might as well just talk about doing it. We talked about it, you know, before we went on the air. <laughs> we but, um, entertainment podcast. You know, bear with us. You might get a little bit of, of it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just testing the water with the movie stuff. Like, uh, if you guys like it, not, like, based on algorithm. But, Here's my thoughts on Doom because, as I know, um, Sean, you did not see the movie yet, not yet, but um, you know, you have friends that saw the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Now, before I give my thoughts on the on the film, did, did any of your friends basically like give you like any insight in regards to, like what they think of the film? And they um, did. Did they make you want to watch the film even more, or did they made you like kind of like lose interest in potentially watching the film? So I know, like, so far, I know the interest was in to go see the movie in general. So I have that. Like, you know, there was already excitement about, like, Dune to back it up or whatever from, like, my friend's interest. But as of the detail of the movie itself, I'll say I didn't really get much. But, like, I guess I got, for those of us, those of y'all listening to us on, the, I guess, the, the West Coast, if you go see the movie in, like, I guess the immersive theaters that Regal has, like, you know, it's pretty, I guess, it's a good thing to experience for us since Regal is apparently giving all, like, innovating the way that we experiencing movies now. For example, there's, like, a out here in New York, if you go to the city, there's a 4DX kind of theater, which basically they the chairs rock, they throw water at you and all the stuff like that. It's a pretty, it's an interesting experience. So for those yeah. of y'all on the West Side, Go check that yeah, out. That's why as soon as you said Regal, I just I just almost say I want to say like I want to shit on them, but at the end of the day, I ain't trying to fuck up a bag. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, go check it out at Regal Theater, y'all. Like you know, give us your opinion in the comments and see what yeah, can yeah. <laughs> But otherwise, just, yeah, it just seemed like Doom was gonna be like a interesting movie. <laughs> yeah, but. My thoughts on, on Doom is as follows. I'm a, First, I'm going to start with the positives. It's a gorgeous-looking film. Gorgeous-looking film. Because I know, like, this is actually not the first Doom movie, by the way. There's a movie that came out back in 1984. I was negative six years old when that movie came out. <laughs> like, it was six years before I was 94. <laughs> <laughs> I was that I was 
I was negative six when that movie came out. So um, this movie is definitely, obviously, due to like you know, uh, upgrade in regards to like how movies are shot nowadays. New technology is definitely an upgrade over the original. But the thing is, the original movie covers more of the of the base of the story for the books mm-hmm. than what the twenty twenty one version does. Hmm. But the twenty twenty one version. I believe sets up the possibility for this being like the next big time movie franchise. Okay. Kind of like what Star Wars was, where um you know the Star Trek um you know Star Trek is more like a TV show than a movie. You know they did both, but you know um what other film projects can I compare to? Like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. I feel like it could be in that room. Obviously, like there's enough book material out there to cover it. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll say it's about this movie. This movie was this was the best movie that I ever saw in the past ten years that did not really cover shit. Basically, like you watch, you basically spent two and a half hours. Watching a setup for a sequel, and you don't feel ripped off about it because such a great mind you, I watched this on HBO Max. Shout out to HBO Max, please sponsor us in the future. You know, give us a give us a coupon code that way we can get to these people along with a free chopped cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Why you watch? Yeah, yeah. And a, and a free soda and a bag of chips. Like, <laughs> you can't beat that. You can't beat that. The tuck, the tuck package. <laughs> <laughs> right? You can't beat that. But this movie, it was clear that it was setting up for the for um the next story. The main character of this movie is a kid. main protagonist of the movie is a kid named Paul Atreides, uh-huh. who's the son of the Duke, who's Duke Leto Atreides. And his mother is a, uh, uh, I think what they call what they call them motherfuckers, Bene Gesserit. It's kind of like like um, she could kind of like manipulate people through voice through her voice. Okay, kind of like similar to like like Star Wars or like how you use like your force powers to manipulate people to do what you want. It's kind of like that. But the Bene Gesserit, they could basically choose the sex of their children, right? So, um, the other Benedictus, the other, um, Benedictus, they basically wanted, um, Lady Jessica, who's the mother of Paul Trades. But this is slight spoilers, like, it's slight, it's slight, but my, my, this should be on HBO Max for like about a week now. Like, oh, wait, oh, wait I just realized you ain't watch this show. <laughs> so, so you yeah, got, you got it. <laughs> yeah, I got, I said, I got to chill, I got to chill, but, um, um. Yeah, but basically, like, uh, the whole thing is giving birth to like the um the the messiahs, the the messiah, so to speak, right? The person that's supposed to like you know be the end all of suffering, so to speak, right? That's who Paul Trades is supposed to be. But the thing is, the benedictions are only supposed to produce um girls. And then basically married them all to like you know a rich 
fam uh our fan with power and you know try like uh bring like the the people together through politics so to speak okay they lady Jessica kind of went against that and she basically trained her son in in the benedictine ways so Paul Trades kind of he comes from like his father Leto, like he's the Duke, you know they belong to like a famous house. Kind of it's kind of like a similar like Game of Thrones in that aspect, like okay. with like certain houses, like you know politics, you know power and all that. So basically he has that influence, and he also has his mother's influence when like she's kind of come from like a world where they use like certain powers. Okay. And so Paul Trades he gets visions. And one of the visions that he gets is of Zendaya's character, who um, basically I will say this about Zendaya's character: she plays um, Charlene, who's kind of like her and Paul. They were developed to have like a certain type of relationship as the series progresses, especially they get more movies. But he he continues to have these visions about her. And mind you, most of Zendaya's uh, screen time in this movie is through these visions that did not necessarily happen yet, so to speak. But the thing is with Paul is that some of his visions come true and sometimes they don't come true. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to be a very key focal point of the story. But if you read the books, you'll basically know how his story ends. Which is kind of like what I love about doing in the sense now that I've de- I had the opportunity to dig deeper into this is the fact that, okay, you see the setup for this character, right? Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be like the main protagonist, but you know how his story ends. Mm-hmm. And basically, but before it ends, is he's gonna contribute to something that's gonna lead to something that's gonna be something that's so far greater than what he possibly ever could have been. So if that makes sense, without giving too much away. Okay. But um, they definitely set themselves up very well for future stories. But you really feel I'll say look at this movie as like an investment. Well, like other potential Doom movies down the road, you know. So that's the best way to look at it. But okay. if it, if it was me, like me, know that since I have an HBO Max um subscription, that I pay like what like ten dollars a month, fifteen dollars a month, something like that. However much it costs, like shit, I'd be losing track about what goes in and out of my accounts these days. Um, sh- um shout out to sponsored by Chase. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but um, yeah, this this is not a movie that I would necessarily see in theaters because, like I said, it's just it's it's just a setup for like the next movie. But it's a worthwhile experience because, like um, like I said, even though not much happens in the movie, there's so much that does happen. That leads up to like what's really gonna happen. So it's kind of this movie. Look at this movie as like a like the water starting to boil in a sense. Like it has not fully bubbled over yet, but like something is brewing. That's the best way to look at this movie. Okay. Yeah. So basically, this would kind of be like the equivalent of if let's say they didn't go the movie route, this would be like maybe the season season one ish of something. Like you know, yeah. to get introdu- like introduced into the characters, the major players, and all stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. The best way I could like compare this movie, either, you know, this is kind of like not so much of a good comparison in a sense. But have you ever saw The Godfather? Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> I would say look at this movie as like Godfather One. Even though more happened in Godfather One that happened in this movie, but Godfather One, the way the movie ended, basically, it kind of sets it up for like, okay, like what to expect down the road mm-hmm. like with certain characters. This is kind of like what that movie is. You know, I would <laughs> definitely watch it on HBO. Like I said, I'll definitely watch it on HBO Max. I would not necessarily watch it in theaters because, like I said, not much happens. Like, although there are some things that happen, like characters die and all that type of stuff. Like, I don't, like, yeah, I guess that's kind of a spoiler. But I didn't say who who did die if you ever watch. It's not really a spoiler, spoiler, considering, you know, it's a movie. Somebody going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like they gonna try to make you cry somewhere, but like um, you know, characters do die, you know. But at the end of the day, like their stories is just like it's not really. Even though it's kind of like it's essential, like towards character progression for certain characters, but at the end of the day, it's not really. They do not factor that much into like the story that's to come. But one of the stories that I'm looking forward to the most is Children of Doom. That's a book yeah. series, but I feel like that's like a that's like movie number three. Like if we go off like a trilogy, then that's like the third movie. Because, We're looking at like uh, 20, 20, 20 six. <laughs> I mean, like I mean, like shit. This thing is like Avatar. Then who knows? Because we're still waiting on Avatar too. I haven't even seen Avatar one yet. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and that movie came out what 2008? I All right, time to check the <laughs> the data banks. Let's go see. Avatar came out 2009. Oh, 2009. You were close. Yeah, so <laughs> um, next year. <laughs> so the first iPhone wasn't even out yet. We <laughs> came Avatar was definitely one of our one of our breaches into wow <laughs> technology is evolving. Yeah, <laughs> and although this movie's like the cinema, the cinema is not as like it's not like you know it to me it is wow, but it's not like Avatar wow. But it's like we see like the world that was set up in this movie and knowing like what's to come, like the crazy shit that's like like dude is a crazy ass story, hmm. but. I could just imagine how this particular character is going to look with the how CGI is nowadays. I could just imagine how this dude is going to look. And if you read the books and you know the story of Paul Atreides and his family, then you know exactly who I'm talking about. But um, it, it's going to be a worthwhile wait. That's why, like, I if I was to rate this movie, I'd give it like an eight out of ten. Yeah, for the fact that okay, like it's one of those movies that you're gonna look back, especially when all the movies are done, you're gonna look at back at this movie like, oh my god, like, like yeah, like this was really the kickoff point of of something special. Mm -hmm. This is like that Star Wars A New Hope movie, and how that movie just kicked off like the Star Wars universe, and that shit is like still going and it's popular to this day. That's kind of like what this is, and I also hear that the Better Jesuit series is supposed to. This is supposed to be a a, a spin-off TV series based off of this movie as well. Really, from HBO Max, yeah. 
Okay. They saw the mother of Paul Trades and her origin stories, and the and the um the group of women that she comes from and their abilities. So, okay, yeah. so definitely check out um, Doom on HBO Max. Like I said, I will not watch this thing in theaters if I have HBO Max. But if you don't have HBO Max, then I'll just get HBO Max. That way I can watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> And this is not, and I'm, we're not really talking about <laughs> HBO Max. <laughs> we should be with the plug that I'm giving them right now. Like, but um, I would, if I do have HBO Max, I would get HBO Max to watch this movie and then watch everything else that they have on HBO Max. Rather than going to theater to see the movie that's basically a clear setup for the next movie. If I was to, like, if we're going to wrap this up after I make this point. But I say, look at this movie as as like you're dating, uh, like you're dating someone, right? You know, boy, girl, whatever case may be, you're dating someone, ladies and gentlemen. But you know that you're not gonna be with that person for the rest of your life. You're basically just a bridge to that person's next relationship. That's basically what this movie is. <laughs> you're not gonna marry this movie. You're not gonna be committed to this movie. That's why I say go watch it on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> Please sponsor if you want Like I'm really going hard for y'all for no reason. Y'all, y'all give us no money. <laughs> but like, look at this movie. Basically, as like, okay, like this is not gonna be my long term girlfriend, but this is gonna be a wonderful experience. But I know that something bad is gonna come after this because this person is gonna make me better for my next spouse, and I'm gonna make this person better for my next spouse. We're not meant to be. We're not meant to be, but we're just only <laughs> like this movie is just only in your life just to get you ready for what's to come down the road. That's the best way to put it. And I know that shit sounded toxic as hell. But... <laughs> Very interestingly put. Very interestingly put. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, just imagine, right? Because I know, like, there's, like, this, um, this, um, I know the shade where they posted about this dude that, uh, by the way, this is about the part of the show where I'm done talking about gaming, so y'all want to, like, click over. Right now that y'all good, I don't blame her. Well, I wasn't going to see our one. true personalities get ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so basically, like, that's, like, where I like, this post that was on the shade room about this guy talking about, like, how his girlfriend's crazy. They, they gonna spend the rest of his life with her because he's just only well so, like, he can get the girl that he wants. That's like what I sounded like just <laughs> either I don't condone that, like don't waste you nobody's love time. Me. You love the idea of me. <laughs> yeah, like, although I don't recommend doing that. Like, nah, like you gonna be with somebody, like don't waste any time. But this movie, that's kind of like what it is. Like, it's just getting you ready for something better. And you know better something better is coming down the road. Like, you're not gonna be like this ain't gonna be your favorite movie out of all the once once the series is complete. So I use that example. Like, this ain't gonna be the movie that you marry. This ain't gonna be your favorite out of all of them. But you're gonna appreciate this one because this one sets you up for what you've been missing all your life. Interesting. That's <laughs> <laughs> the, the best way about toxic ass can put it. <laughs> so, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, we really scratched 51 minutes out of this shit. Hey, we were just... <laughs> we really did. Only like yeah. half of that was about fucking game. <laughs> 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 
Basically. But um yeah, man, like um and you made it this far, then um for one, I'm glad that you did. <laughs> Two, that must mean that you really enjoyed this show. And if you did, then please hit that like button. Hit that share button. And if you're new, you just come across us for the first time. Then one, I must say that I'm glad to have you, but it's a shame that you did not see us as full scrim. Like I said, I got Isaiah. He's out there, you know, in the state of Tennessee, you know, making it do what it do. But he would be back, you know, at the top. Oh, I missed the opportunity to say the dude times two is making it do what it do. Because that's his name. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just missed I just missed the punchline. But all right, but like you know, like we normally are a three-man booth. I got uh, Isaiah, he'd be back in the first quarter of 2022. But for now, you have me, you have the black dawn himself, Sean. He's gonna always tell you what's going on and all that, you know. Basically bring the balance to what we have here. You know, so I'm just really looking but um if you're new, please hit that subscribe button. Also, comment your thoughts. Like, let us know. Like, like, do you think? Like, do you agree with our takes in regards? To, like, you know, um, doing if you saw the movie, what you think about the upcoming oh, Charter movie? What games are you playing this week? What games are you looking forward to playing? Have you played Guards of the Galaxy? You know, would you subscribe to our Twitch channel? And also, <laughs> we need to make a spinoff about us talking about like entertainment and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, that's all that. You know, like you know, let us know. Like, we'd love to get your thoughts, but we reached a point in the show where it's about time for us to plug ourselves on the way out. So, Sean, I don't know where they can find you on social media, all that good stuff. But So, you can find me on most social media. That is Twitter, TikTok, though I haven't really been posting as much, and IG under Black Dawn. Usually, I would be Black Dawn like that spell right there with the underscore or just Black Dawn itself. And if you want to play with me on, wow. Way this flip camera thing. If you want to play with me on, you know, <laughs> PlayStation, you can find my PSN right there, which is Saint Pharaoh, and you can find me on. I want to say, whoop, <laughs> Saint Pharaoh right there, and you can find me on. Um, I want to say my Nintendo Switch is also Saint Pharaoh. I tend to do the thing a lot. Well, you can find me on all of my social medias under one name. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's always best. It's always best. <laughs> And as for me, you can find me on IG at Liddell the Fashionista, also on the moderator on our True Urban Coaster Instagram page. So you want to holler at me in regards to, like, you know, any potential sponsorships, because we're sure like to have them. Then holler at me. <laughs> you know, if you want to talk about anything in regards to like interviews, like you want to schedule interviews or, like, assess what like event coverage is, or what the case may be, holler at me on the guy for that. And um, although he's not here, Please follow my guy Isaiah at Ledoux times two L E D O X two. I hope I did that right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, let me go. Let me go on Instagram real quick and try to verify that. I can't be fucking up my guys. Um, his shit. Uh. So if you got any talents that you think you can contribute and you want to join the team, hit them up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> See, because obviously I'll be forgetting stuff. Like oh, yeah, it's L-E-D-O-O times two. Because he does he does the number two two times. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's where that came from. Deuce, deuce. <laughs> yeah, deuce, deuce. <laughs> 
But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's wow. We really got to fifty five minutes, and we only had like about what twenty five minutes of material. We scratched that motherfucker. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, don't forget to scratch, as my man Sean will always say. <laughs> but man, ladies, and we hope you enjoyed this week's edition. You got some laughs with us and all that, especially your first time watching us. Then. You can know what to expect. Like, if you want the real, that raw, uncut, you come here. If you want that cookie cutter corporate shit, then you go to IGN. You know, shout out to IGN, shout out to GameSpot, Gaming Ranks, and all that. But um, we do things differently over here, as you can see. <laughs> and we hope you enjoyed it because we enjoy bringing it to you, you know. And with that being said, hail Hydra. <laughs>